his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Oh my God, naked people in our bowling alley. What is going on here? This sounds like one of those dreams where you imagine that you're naked. And and what does that even mean anyway? Well, first of all, no, it's not a dream. And secondly, a quick Google search revealed that that dream can mean a fear of being vulnerable or seeking attention or a clear conscience. So basically anything. All right. My conscience is already clear (laughs) uh, for the most part. So I guess it wasn't a dream. There really were naked people in a bowling alley. It's definitely something, you know, what we like to call the nude bucket list. There's always, you know, things people like to do nude. You know, there's nude this, nude that. It's just a lot of normal stuff that people do nude rather than clothed. That would be a very long list. That could keep you busy for the rest of your life. Exactly. A lot of people, you know, they like to do it. That's Mitch London. He's president of the American Association for Nude Recreation. And we're talking to him this week because a bowling alley in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Crafton Ingram Lanes, hosted an event called Balls Out Bowling back in April. It was put on by the Pittsburgh area naturists and a ticket cost $25. What was the name again? Balls Out Bowling. Okay, I like that. That's one of our producers, Lauren Berry. I'm Mike Rogers, and this is Something Off Beats. Okay, so this event in Pittsburgh, it's not unique to Pittsburgh, right? It happens around the country. Oh, yeah. A lot of it, of course, is, like I say, trying to find a venue that's willing to host. When we went through that process here in Austin, you know, they had the same kind of concerns. So we said, we'll write you a letter. And we described who we are, what we all, what we do, what we don't do. And, you know, we were going to send it to them. We took a month to do this letter and it was a great letter. And we took it down to them. And by that time they had asked their managers and they said, oh yeah, sure. Come on in. But of course, a lot of it also depends on how, you know, how big your alley is. If you've got a 20 lane alley, that's going to be a, you know, a lot of people you can fit. The one we have here in Austin is a small six lane alley. So do they put up a curtain for something like this? I think for the Pittsburgh one, they basically ran out the entire alley. And and that's what we do here as well. But again, being six lanes, it's much easier. It's a very small alley to deal with. So we don't have to spend a whole lot more money. Is it difficult to find a place that will allow nude bowling? We did some searching around and we found an alley here that would host us. And so we've been doing that for the past five, six years now. And I guess uh, other events as well. I'm looking at your shirt, Bear Buns 5K Fun Run. Yeah, I know. Referencing someone's shirt in an audio medium. Great move, right? It didn't actually have any bear buns on it, though. Yeah, this is a uh, 5K run series that is held in the American Association for Nude Recreation Southwest region, which is Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, 
and Arkansas and parts of Mexico. And they have a five race running series at four different resorts across the region. There are three in Texas and one in Oklahoma. Tell me about the American Association for a Nude Recreation. The organization has been around for about 91 years. We just celebrated our 90th anniversary last year, and uh, we're already getting plans into the 100th anniversary in eight and a half years. So a century of nudism is quite a feat. But, uh, you know, we've got about 30,000 active members. uh, And then, of course, millions upon millions of, of people that have just gone out skinny dipping and may not have heard of us. But that's the great thing about some of like the the nude 5Ks is a lot of those are open up to members of the public so they can come in and try something different. Again, nude bucket list item. And so they go to one of the resorts that's hosting the 5K and, you know, they'll go do that and then they'll chat with people. And that's a lot of times how they'll get, you know, new members to come in is like, wow, this was actually kind of fun. And then they see the resort going, oh my gosh, there's other stuff. There's tennis, there's pickleball, there's you know, volleyball, water volleyball, all kinds of stuff to do at, at the different resorts. How did it start for you? How did you become interested in nudism? I started basically about when I was 40 years old. I don't know if it would be considered a midlife crisis type of thing. It was just, I was, I guess, bored. And, you know, it was certainly cheaper than buying a Corvette or something, as I like to say. But I went to Hippie Hollow, which is a local nude beach. And I use the term beach extremely lightly because there is more rock than there is sand in that entire place there. But I went to Hippie Hollow and uh, figured, why not give this a try? Hippie Hollow is a nudist park on the northeast side of Austin, along the Colorado River. So I went and went to Hippie Hollow, enjoyed the time there. Then I did some more research and found out about Star Ranch. And they had a chili cook-off, which I'm a big fan of. And so I was uh, decided to go out for that. And that was also the same weekend they had the skinny dip uh, competition, which was basically they were going for the world record number of skinny dippers going on at one time. And that was a, a nationwide thing where basically they would get people at different places or, you know, watering holes of whatever, and they would all get in the water at the same time and they'd take a picture and that way they could send that into Guinness and they could verify. A quick aside. Mike, I know world records are one of your favorite things to cover. Well, there's never any shortage of material in the Guinness Book, Lauren. Just recently on this show, in fact, we interviewed the woman with the world's largest Mm -hmm. mouth. And over the years, I've spoken with the guy who has the world's largest collection of toilet seats. And the two guys who set the record for the world's longest handshake. And I could go on and on. Well, I've got some stats for you. According to Guinness World Records, the record for the largest group skinny dip was set in Ireland in 2018. 2,505 women all took to the water at once, shattering the previous world record of 786 set in Australia in 2015. Only women in this record? No men? Only ladies. Girls like to have fun. (laughs) Evidently. But back to (laughs) Mitch. So I did that. It was the skinny dip thing, and I did the chili cook-off, and I was really enjoying it. And I also do amateur radio, and there are amateur radio operators that do it in the nude, and there are actually... Amateur radio clubs, uh, one of them is at Star Ranch. Within less than a year, I was like, I went from trying Hippie Hollow on my own to, you know, doing chili cook-offs and having fun and going out to Star Ranch and enjoying life again. Are people more accepting of it in some cultures than in others? Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of cultures, especially, again, European, which is basically where it started back in the 30s uh, with the Freedom Corporate culture uh, in Germany. 
which was more at that time into you know fitness, but they would do exercises. And there's actually films from the 30s, 40s and such of the freedom corporate culture. And that was, they would just be nude and it was nothing because that's just how it was. And you see nude beaches, you know, that might be something, but in like Spain, most of the beaches are topless beaches, but they're just not called topless beaches. They're just beaches. They just happen to be topless for the women. And that's just how it is. But that is far from the case here in the U.S. Back in the day when the Puritans came to this area, they were very more, oh, got to be, you've seen the Again, the United States photos of the 30s and 40s when it's full dress, head to toe, they go to the beach and they've got more clothes on there, you know, almost a full suit of of like heavy wool bathing suits. And it's just taken time over several decades of time for the swimsuit to just be a swimsuit rather than a full outfit of clothing. The history is interesting. You mentioned the Puritans, but there have been times in history where many activities were done in the nude, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you go back to the Greek Olympics back in the day. You know, the first Greek Olympics were done in the nude. I don't know about how hard wrestling in a toga would be, but that might have had some reason as to why it was done that way. Or maybe they were, you know, of course, a lot of people back then were very fit specimens. And, you know, of course, whatever the Olympics they had back then, you know, wrestling and whatnot, of course, was very popular. And a lot of nudity back then was out of respect to nature, as in the weather is the climate. If it's hot, and whatnot back then you don't have air conditioning so you just start taking off clothes until you get comfortable you know it's it's very much a weather driven activity now mitch earlier you mentioned a nude bucket list what are some of the more common activities you'd find on that there's people that do nude skydiving uh and then i found out not long after one of our uh, members did that because they were talking to some of the folks on the plane, they say, oh, yeah, skydivers basically as their 100th solo jump. That's what they do is they do a nude skydive. It's kind of a kind of a rite of passage. So I thought that was kind of a neat thing. So it's like, well, we didn't invent that. Obviously, they did. And all kinds of jokes about pulling the ripcord. Yeah, don't pull the wrong one. What is the most challenging thing you've ever done in the nude? That's a difficult question in regards to in the whole gamut thing. I mean, I have I will say I have deep fried a turkey in the nude. That sounds incredibly dangerous. How did that come about? Not going a whole sidetrack, but I do a, a nude cooking show. And that was actually one of the first things I did is a description of how to deep fry a turkey in the nude in your garage safely. Not going to promote this. Not going to say, go ahead and try this because, you know, in your garage is, is not safe. The only reason I did it in the garage is because it was cold and wet and rainy during Thanksgiving. And I still wanted my deep fried turkey. You know, cooking can be can be done safely nude. Again, I've done a uh, I've been doing a cooking show for just over three years now. I can't believe you're still alive to tell me that turkey story. <laughs> People, you know, they say, "Oh, yeah, I'd never fry bacon nude." It's like, well, technically you can. You just get a deep pot and do it that way. But actually, I've heard the latest and greatest thing for bacon is do it in a pan in the oven. It actually keeps it flat and 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 there's not the spattering. What is the state, the current state of nudism in the U.S.? Are more people getting into this? Amazingly, there are actually a good number of people that are, that have done it. The pandemic actually brought a lot of that on. People started having to do Zoom meetings and uh, work from home. And they're like, well, sheesh, 
I don't have to get dressed for work. I don't have to get myself fancied up. Don't have to do the makeup thing. And then I think as more time went on to that, they're like, well, shoot, I don't have to get dressed. And there have been, you know, online, you've seen some of the, probably some of the videos people have said, I, you know, was doing a Zoom meeting, forgot I wasn't dressed or forgot I didn't have a shirt on and turned on Zoom. Your point about Zoom meetings is well taken because we're talking to each other on Zoom right now. And I can only see you from the waist up. Well, you know, that's the the beauty of Zoom is you can, if you're, if you're dressed, you're dressed. If you're not, you're not. Uh, or you can always turn off the camera and, and nobody knows anything. Or you put one of those uh, interesting filter backgrounds on and you could be in space for all you know. What do you tell people when they find out that you're a nudist and, and they're a little bit taken aback? I've never had anybody shocked when I said I was a nudist. The, the, interestingly, the first thing that usually happens is a smile on their face. And I think that likens them back to, it's kind of like the childhood thing. It's like, you know, running free naked in the yard kind of thing as a lot of kids did back then. But I think it just is kind of a surprise more than shock. And I think people are a lot of times actually envious because I hear them say, oh, I could never do that. I don't have the body for that. It's like, there's no requirement. You've got what's required for the dress code. You know, there's, you know, you've got already got the perfect suit, the birthday suit. Is it one of those things that it's the first time is the most difficult and then it gets easier the more you do it? Exactly. And that's the case with anything. You know, if you're a welder, your first time welding is not going to be great. But as time goes on, you get more practice at it. Same thing with nudism. But the amazing thing with nudism and naturism is how quickly that is. It's not over weeks. It could be 30 minutes. You know, as soon as the clothes come off, the inhibitions drop and you realize, you know, if you're at a nudist resort you realize you're in a safe spot. It's amazing when you kind of see the person first show up and they're like, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. And then later that afternoon, they're just like out by the pool, relaxing, having a great time, not even realizing that they're nude. They're just chatting like it's just any other day. And that's amazing how quickly that happens. You're doing your part to keeping Austin weird, right? We try to. Or as our club says, keeping Austin nude since 1983. I'm Mike Rogers. Thanks for listening to Something Off Beats. This episode written and produced by Lauren Barry and Chris Blake, with audio editing by Chris Blake, original music by Myron Kaplan, and editorial support from Cooper Mall. And to keep listening, please subscribe to us on the Odyssey app or Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have your own offbeat story that you think we should cover, we'd love to hear about it. Send it to us at somethingoffbeat at odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 
Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.